T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. We've gone for main engine start. We have main engine start. What the fuck's up, guys? from the 33rd parallel fairylands and wraiths to all of our friends in Australia India the UK what up dudes keep that fucking punk rock rolling motherfucker and to all the punks across the planet that give a shit about some fucking real shit welcome to air and loathing this goes back to an episode I did under the old show, Underground Cartoon Therapy, now called Aaron Loathing, because that's what I want to do, is go further into the gonzo journalism that a couple of our doctor friends started a long time ago. This episode's brought to you by a nice big-ass bong hit of Durban. Give me a fucking second. Oh shit. Well, back in April of 2020, <coughs> I wrote a episode <coughs> called Time Travel as Fuck. Right now, I'm going to play an excerpt for you from an Art Bell show, which what I consider to be a totally real time traveler. Me and Dr. Jeeves are going to break down a couple different things. Chronovision. Taking a look through the chronovisor. Our evil popes in the Catholic pedophile fucking ridden church hiding away to look through time. And what else are they hiding? Probably everything that they can in those dirty ass underpants that they keep fucking on for the last 2,000 years. I'm Adam RMD GED. And, uh, yeah, I like Aaron Loathing a lot better. It's a lot looser. I feel a lot more comfortable on telling people who don't like the show to go fuck themselves. Listen to in 69 countries. 69, dude! And fans all over the fucking planet, man. It's an honor to be here. <laughs> Inspired by guys like Art Bell back in the day. And uh, we'll bring him up on the show today. Pretty fucking cool shit. Time travel's a very real thing. We'll talk about Mandela effects. Zack Snyder being a fucking weenus. Uh, manipulated by Men in Black. To change the end of the Watchmen. Which connects to time travel somehow, but I don't know how well I connect that. <laughs> It's entertaining at the least. Alright. We got a fucking show out there. You can call my wild card line at 206-666-5847. Again. 206-666-5847. If I'm not too big, I'll uh, drop it at the end of the show, too. It's a pleasure to get Dr. Jeeves out of his domesticated fucking squabbly little mindset. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. <laughs> no, he's actually pretty fucking smart. And in some cases, probably smarter than your dear Dr. Air here. That's why you need him. He kind of holds the fucking... He's the glue that holds the tape, that holds the bonding agent. 
that keeps this fucker rolling with me. Mike Diana will also be joining me on a toys episode coming up next after this. Since I just dropped 10 grand on a fucking stash of toys that I've always wanted. And nothing's more exciting than being a kid on a $10,000 toy spree. Alright, I'm going to wrap it up here. Good icebreaker. Let's play the sample from Arpel, huh? Alright, check this shit out. Andrew Pasigio, Pasagio, I don't know, fucking say his name, go look it up, August 4th, 2005, Time Traveler. ...that announced that Dr. Colgate was going to be giving a public lecture on what? On what I had already been stating he was, he used to send me to Gettysburg in 1863. Okay. Check out this question. Right. I've got a question. Is it possible to bring physical items back? Mm. Yes, if you get the person, if you're the person carrying the item or the person carrying the thing jumps through the portal with you, if you're in for more than 15 minutes via Chronovision, that's one way. Mm. We can't do it with television. That's going to come up tonight. Because the, the, you would get stranded going there and being in the past. But we could bring George Washington or somebody back, uh, or let's say, um, who, who was uh, uh, the man who. Uh, uh, got trapped in the whale in the Bible. Jonah? Um, Noah? Job? Job. <laughs> no. Noah? No. Job. Um, anyway, we, if we could open up a time-space portal, if if we were to try to do that, we could do it by opening up a time-space portal via Chronovision, inserting a portal, and bringing the person through with us. In All right, that's enough. Um, we're going to talk about the Chronovisor tonight. That's going to come up. And uh, some other shit, okay? this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over and... That a mere Aaron Loathing motherfucker's own. Heard it? Every year, hundreds of accidents occur due to the improper use of time machines. The International Time Travel Association, ITCA, has been organized to curb these unfortunate occurrences by providing the necessary information to the public. When choosing your time machine, it is sometimes wise to conceal its identity. Just don't fool yourself. Likewise, don't make it too obvious that what you have is a time machine. Oh. Rude. Hey, who do you think you are walking around with a hey. time machine on You're your back. head? You're... What's wrong with you? What's wrong If you wish to have a larger time machine that you can climb inside of, there are additional rules you must follow. Make sure you have an emergency exit from your vehicle. Also, make sure you lock your time machine upon leaving. These undesirable situations can be avoided as long as you follow the ITTA's guidelines and rules. Your time traveling experience can still be as fun as ever without threatening destruction upon all of history. Thank you. That's what I meant. Uh-huh. It was a joke. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. A- <laughs> All right. Welcome to the show, Dr. Jeebs. I have no hey, idea man, what hey. the fuck we're doing, but uh, you want to go for it? Yeah, let, let, let's stumble through this. All right, take the lead on this thing. You already know what I wanted to do, but uh, I'm kind of like David Lynch sometimes, and I need my Mark Frost. Oh, well, I, I think ultimately what we're shooting for is... Uh, we're looking at the file and uh, we're going through any information it may uh, pertain to 
whatever topic we're we're working on currently, or or even whatever we see in the actual episode itself, we can talk about that. Um, you know, it, it, it's the it's the content of the file that's important, and then we can, you know, basically construct the rest around it. Well. Give me a lead, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Well, it was like this, time this travel. Time travel. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And this one is about time travel. <laughs> um, so, jinx. You owe me a Coke. But you already bought it 15 minutes ago. And now I'm about to drink it. That's time <laughs> <Good>. travel. <laughs> well, good. I appreciate it. Then you're welcome. Okay, so originally I did this show back in uh, April of 2020, and I launched into a bunch of Sumerian text, talked about the movie The Black Hole inappropriately for about, <laughs> and then gave two different years on when it did come out as well. I had it right, and then I said 79, and then later on I was 83, it was definitely an 80s, no it wasn't. Yeah. It was a 79 year. Uh, but anyway, on this one note, um, I think what was on my mind at that time, outside of the, uh, whatever, I was smoking train wreck, which wasn't that great apparently, <laughs> but it was still like making me go off balance. And the, origi <laughs> the original thought I had was the Watchmen conspiracy, and I don't even touch, I don't even touch on it on the old one. No, you mentioned it for a second. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll say Zack Snyder and, uh, you know, he sucks, okay? And what do you think about that talk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, you're not telling me I, I don't <gasps> know already. Yeah. Um, you know, you'll find him on Netflix uh, yeah. with another loser show that he just put out that no one gives a fuck about. Another fire. Rebel mode. <laughs> With a rebel moon. You cry more, more, more. You had to. Uh, but, uh. I <laughs> had <laughs> to. Sorry. Hey, you're the better singer, but. Oh. Well, I taught. Sound like I taught Danzig everything he knows. I was going to say, I sound like Chunk from the Goonies. So, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, but. No. Chunk, <laughs> Ch Chunk's in Sublime. He cut four gold. Albums, I mean platinum. Platinum. Did you know he sings for Sublime? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with you, man. Oh, I'll have to, I'll have to look it up. Just on a side note, that has nothing to do with time traveling except looking back at. <laughs> I'm fucking. All right. No. no uh, Good. So, okay, Zack Snyder does Watchmen. And I just thought it was a conspiracy. And I really was trying to go there. And you would never know by that old episode that that's what I was saying on my mind. But <laughs> I think I just went off on a tangent because I was trying to explain the mechanism of the story about the Sumerian mythology that le leads up to where we're at now. And that would take you five hours to really go over a fucking lengthy, robust you know, yeah, I mean, you, and you I just wanted to good. say robust, by the way. So <laughs> I appreciate that. I, robust. I like a good, ro a good robusting. <laughs> you do, but <laughs> so anyway, it all started because I thought fucking somebody from like the government contacted. Uh, Zack Snyder and was like no you can't put out Watchmen the way it is because long story short that's a real thing that we got on the plate or close enough and Alan Moore had seen this thing as a chaos magician was my theory way back when when he was doing this work with Dave Gibbons also practicing, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure Alan Moore is not going to waste his time with anybody, you know. And uh, and it totally fit. And the understanding and the line drawing was there. But there's a lot of time travel 
specifically when Dr. Manhattan exiles himself from Earth after being accused of giving his former partner and lover cancer simply by being radioactive. He goes back in time and he, he explores a few things that I thought were archaic in nature in description. The one being when a supernova, his, his thought process about thinking about a supernova going into an eclipse. When that happens, it produces a light that only can come from that. And everything that light travels across or comes upon through its travels in space will turn it to gold. And so that component that's within us is a very powerful thing. So powerful that through our DNA we can even come up with the concept of time travel. And if we go to that and we look at, you know, Dr. Manhattan have this reflexive ass kind of look of how he became who he was, why he's there and how he's got to go back to fucking fix everything and by the time he gets back it's too late Osmondias has released <laughs> what is it? He took a this space squid? It's Yeah, but really it's, the, it's an enlarged brain of a psychic Oh yeah, well that was the, mixed that was, with a yeah, squid he, Yeah, he put like there was, yeah, it was a whole slurry of shit that he like whipped up. Anyway, how it connected to time travel was just in that regard of how he had to figure out what was really going on. But you know, I felt like with all the things that are going on right now and Mandela effects and stuff like that, it kind of surpasses just this theory about Zack Snyder being confronted by men in black to change the ending of Watchmen, you know? Well, I can see there's, you know, all kinds of skullduggery going on. Got anything to throw down on that or what? I think that that they routinely suppress or or prune or groom shit, you know? Um, whether it's through controlling information or you know, omitting it from the books, you know, disinformation in and of itself is like invaluable. So, you know, there's all kinds of weird quinky dinks that are going on, but you know, they've always managed to kind of keep it under wraps. And that's why I thought that was the brilliance behind Watchmen was that, you know, in that in the in the instance of time travel he was there at every moment to be present across multiple planes. And I think that, you know, ultimately people themselves can experience that in, in present, past, and future tense. And uh, I think that, I think time, let's just call it time anomalies or time you know, instances of time fuckery uh or all about um absolutely i do want to talk about this one that i didn't bring up to you before the show but it was about these popes and at the catholic church getting a hold of a, a looking glass that could see wherever they wanted to in time you ever heard of that all right, well, and not, no, no. I guess we'll go ahead and take a fucking break here, and when we get back, we'll look into a bunch of fucking Catholic dicks fucking with time. No offense, Mother Mary. All right, we'll be right the fuck back. We will be right the fuck back with Adam RMD, GED, and your favorite Doctor Jeeves. Well, he might be your favorite, at least. I don't know. I'm not kind of getting in on that. We'll be right to fuck back. Drink 
What's up guys? I just wanted to take the time to welcome you to my page, Cartoonish You Should Fucking Know. It's ran by me and Mike Diana. And we're going to expose the good, the bad, and the ugly of all the cartoonists that ever existed as long as we can. So make sure you go to Instagram and look up CYSFK666 and look up the best shit you're going to find in cartoonist fucking history. And make sure you learn the cartoonist you should fucking know. And fucking give us a like and a follow on some shit. Alright guys, until then, stick around. <laughs> cartoonist you should fucking know, motherfucker, on Instagram. There's all kinds of motherfuckers. And we're doing local guys too, so... You may not be known, but we want to put you on there. And all that cool ass shit. So make sure you fucking go to Instagram. Cartoonist you should fucking know. I'm Adam Air, MDGED, and I run the page with Mike Diana. You know that fucker. Welcome back to Aaron Loathing with Dr. Jeeves and Adam Air MD GED. What's up, guys? I am uh, here with Dr. Jeeves, and we're like looking at this fucked up article about a chronovisor thing that some fucking nasty popes ended up fucking stealing from something. What they steal it from the Smurfs? I think they made it <laughs> themselves. You think they did? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Vatican's got to have their hands on all kinds of weird shit. So I, I would imagine they have probably some of the best labs there are in the world. Well, I mean, what did how you got the article in front of you? What does it say about how they made it? At least how they made it? Yeah, they, they made they made it. It, it fucking Smurf berries. <laughs> Smurf berries, yeah, man. I mean, that shit is like. I mean, they 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 basically say the the inner workings of it are uh, alloys, cathodes, dials, and levers. But it has the the essentially, it's a box that allows you to see the past, present, I guess question mark, and possibly I guess even the future. Uh, they talk about it being kind of like a television, so you could dial it back to a specific time and place. It doesn't say whether or not it has to be like on on location, you know. Yeah. Or what? It seems you know. I don't. I don't know if it's if it's fixed to that particular point. But they said that uh, essentially you could, you know, witness, you know, the existence of you know Jesus Christ or broadcast uh, his crucifixion. So, I mean, it it was supposedly invented in the fifties by a secret team of Italian scientists, including uh, Enrico Fermi and Pellegrino Ernesti. And critics uh, made the credibility issues uh, with the fact that Ernetti eventually became a priest. Now, see, Ernetti is also the one who basically talked to the original guy who documented this book uh, in a book uh, called, his name was Brune. This cat was, uh, he himself was the father. So it's fa uh, Father Francois Brunet in a book, 2002, The New Mysteries of the Vatican. Huh. He brings back the, the chronovisor back into public consciousness. You know, it was, I remember this from back, way back in the day and now 2002 and now we're talking about in 2024. So apparently the, the, the Vatican has a way to see across the span of time period <laughs> uh all right let's say hypothetically they do mm -hmm. does that mean they know how to fucking conquer everything then that's why they're fucking up fucking up shit so good uh i don't know if they you know how how that works in that regard you know i i 
I imagine it only allows them to go backwards, not forwards. You think Matt Groening stole it from him? From the Simpsons? <laughs> it was like... The, uh, yeah, he's like, well, I'm Protestant, so fuck Catholics, and he just broke in there with... Uh, they, he just figured out mathematically how to break into the Vatican. Oh, you mean he, like, pulled a heist? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, that was his whole thing, right? He knew how to read car. He was an Ocean's Eleven guy, right? Huh. He probably figured out how to break into the vat. He's like, these guys are fucking stupid. Huh. And he probably took well, he probably took David X. Cohen mathematically figured out how to break into the Vatican, ripped off the Chrono V, came back and rewrote the Simpsons in the past because they already knew what was happening now. I think the Simpsons are very good at reading the zeitgeist of, of humanity. And that's how they do it. It bullshit. Excuse me. But. Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. No, man. I think that, I well, it goes without saying that they can, but I'm just saying, that fucking Trump down the escalator bullshit? Come on, man. That guy dropping that little sign and all that weird ass. Sh- that's not an algorithm. That's a fucking replay. Yeah. You know? You want to get outside? You go outside? Oh, we have cat moments. I know. She's like having kitty cat moments. No. Oh, brought to you by Olive Wham. That's my cat. Olive Wham. For over four minutes, she's been the producer of this show. <laughs> anyway. Lordy has, a, has a better parking space than me. What the fuck? Definitely a cooler name. I'm like Olive Wham. <clears throat> That's a cool fucking name, actually. It sounds like a... Uh, yeah, it sounds like a rock star or something. It's pretty rocky. Uh, you know, so... But, okay. So there you go. Over the Visor. So they stash it into... And they're just like... Stick it over there by the Ark of the Covenant. Pretty much. He said the coronavirus, if it ever did exist, could never be studied and replicated. Or Ernetti claimed that he had had to dismantle it to keep it out of the hands of evil. That said, many believe the coronavirus still exists, safely hidden away in the walls of Vatican. Wait, uh, you know basically remaining one of its best kept secrets. Huh. So, the chrono visor allowing you to see into time. Wild. See, I'd, I'd heard another story about that, but it was a woman who had created it. And then the Nazis were the ones that expropriated it from her in New York City. Somehow they had, like, motherfuckers, like, steal her out of her motel room and took her back to the castle, and she built a Tesla coil instead of, uh, instead of building a time machine. She kind of pulled a Tony Stark and built something else while they had her hostage. And that, she, they were like, build us the chronovisor. And I thought it was the same story or the same fucking thing. Uh, I don't know. This is this is uh, this talks about a different Werner Werner Braun Braun, the guy who helped you know rocket science and things like that. He was a Nazi, but he was one of the secret funders of this project. Apparently, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, where they getting that tech from? Like whatever. Admiral, or whatever that last 1948 Nazi run into Antarctica looking for the Supreme Master Race specimen. And they ended up finding Hollow Earth. Not to be confused with Admiral Byrd from the U.S. government, who also ran into the same thing. But uh, when uh, the Nazis came back, they had advanced knowledges and they might as well have time traveled to have gotten that kind of uh, technologically advanced in the the time period in less than, you know, I guess it would have been 60 days later and they were flying out of the middle of the earth in Vrillian ships 
with swastikas on the side of them. So, I don't know. There's the photo of Hitler shaking hands with that gray, too. You ever seen that shit? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Time traveling? I don't know. I don't know about that. You know, but I, I don't know which version of the story either sounds cooler. That, you know, evil popes fucking would have held Gargamel hostage until he gave up the Smurf time crystals. I mean, I mean, at this point, like I said, it, <laughs> it, it said it, it, it read it by the best way they, they can describe it was that it was reading residual or electromagnetic frequencies that were left behind. Huh. So, so like we're right now making electromagnetic time stink waves. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you know, and, and this it's a, the sniffoscope and it, it goes forward and back, you know, I guess, you know, like I said, I, I, I need to read the whole article again. But, I mean, it, they never said they like you know they took it to a field and saw you know said what they saw like there's no there's no um, a lot of hypothetical but no accounts of using it you know what I mean hmm mm-hmm it's interesting but I you know all right well let's go ahead and take a fucking break and uh, after Doctor Jeeves takes his little poo poo break I know you got you said you had a I know you ate that Taco Bell earlier. You're all fucked up now. Negatory good, buddy, but I'll, I'll take a break just the same. Yeah, well, you know, if you wouldn't buy the wrong toilet paper, I thought you were all domesticated, dude, and got the right shit. You're, you use stuff that's like sandpaper or whatever. And then you wonder why hey. it's all slicky when you wipe. Really? Really? <laughs> we'll be back in a minute, dude. steal the Eiffel Tower. Hey, why is there a camera under that lady? Well, you see, kids, sometimes animators like to draw some of their weird kinks and place them in kids' TV shows and movies. Like the naked lady that shows up in The Rescuers. Or the priest who had a boner in The Little Mermaid. Animators aren't hurting anyone when they give us a glimpse of their sexual proclivities. They're just railing against the ultra-puritanical hysteria that rules the Western world. Uh, okay. Uh, and now we know. And no one is half the battle. G.I. Joe! Alright, motherfucker, we're in the fuck back shit. Hold the fuck on. Adam RMD GED with Dr. Jeeves. Air and loathing. Wait, you like slushy better than slicky? No, I mean it all that was relevant to what whatever the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> it being it, it being all wet and rainy outside. We now return to Adam Air and Loathing. No. Just fucking what? I'm, <laughs> it's not done it's not done saving, is it? No, it's not. Alright. Alright, you ready? One, two Hello? You ready? No. Oh. I mean, if you don't expect me to talk, I was eating a bite of pizza. Well, you can eat. I'll go ahead and just, I'll launch into uh, the CERN shit. Okay. All right, here. One, two, three. We now return to Aaron Loathing with Dr. Jeeves and Adam RMD, GED. What's up, guys? Fucking... It's pretty good weed tonight, Doc. And it's not Labrador, so that's good. Anyway. Didn't retrieve anything? <laughs> you didn't get it? You didn't get the memo to watch that Cheech and Chong movie, motherfucker? Back in 78? Never that was, mind. That that was never mind. 
your silence speaks embarrassing volumes of your lack of Hispanic history knowledge. <laughs> I, I'm not going to be talking about dog poop. <laughs> yeah, but they did once. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Time travel on that. Yes, you follow your dog around for three days. <laughs> okay, so I was all hell-bent on Mandela effect shit, you know. And now it's a part of society, right? You know, there's this... It's in, it's integrated into society. There, everybody's accepted the fact that a either you're a nut, b you're a nut, or c you watch YouTube and you're a nut. Uh, hey, you're you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. No, you know everyone else is crazy. The times are, aren't crazy. I thought is normal. Sinbad was the oh, original. No. Either that or the the Berenstein Berenstain Bears. Those are the two original. Which, by the way, just as the original is well, hold on, hey, don't steamroll me, fucker. The original thing I'm saying is fucking Berenstain and Berenstein. That I heard a while back was fucking. uh, That one right there was fucking uh, caused by white supremacists who didn't want a Jewish last name on white America fucking school textbooks. And so they made him change made him change it from Berenstein to Berenstain. Don't know where I heard it, but I heard it way before there was a Mandela effect. And I thought that was the re there what they was Berenstein. But you know, I heard that it was just that obvious white influencers inside the government at that point were like, no. Don't want our kids having that Berenstein. Let's change it to Berenstain. Sounds Berenstain. less Jewish. Uh-huh. So that's what they were going for. And that's what I heard about that. But hey, it could be time. It could be all about the time. Uh, and, uh, you know, there are other incidents that are just irrefutable uh, to hear and to go back in history. My whole thing was they want to tell you, well, you have a... Uh, they keep using they being the people who are against Mandela effects. No, you just remember it the wrong way. Well, if something never happened, dude, my here's my thing. If it never happened, how am I remembering it the wrong way? And how are yep. half the population rem- remembering something that never happened at all the wrong way? It's yes. like that doesn't even make sense, dude. I wish motherfuckers would science up on that shit, you know? What are you trying to say? Is that that's some time travel shit you're talking? What do you mean? You know, so yeah. that's what I want to say to him. It's like learn prepositions, <laughs> English language, motherfucker. Not trying to be a grammar Nazi, but dude. For real. Yeah, but I mean, if something changes or shifts, I mean, there's some of us who still remember the original thing. Some of us, you know, obviously, if you had no recollection of it at all, then that's one thing. But, you know, for us to get rewritten, you know, it doesn't either happen like that or it just, uh, you know, I, you know, memories of basically Kazam over Shazam and, and things like that. But, I mean, there's certain events that just get, you know, whitewashed or blanked out entirely. That's I guess that you know that's what you were talking about, right? So, well, it's just like if the movie never existed, Shazam. As that's a good mm-hmm. one to bring up, obviously. But you know, by now, Sinbad's a comedian. His you have to imagine how many people have harassed him, dude, and like come at him all fucking whacked out of their fucking head, being like, "You did make that movie. You're with the CIA and blah blah." He's probably had sleepless nights. He's probably a fragile guy to begin with. You don't fucking know. But I, you know, like I was saying on the first take of this thing that we lost, uh, I was hanging out at Time Warp Comics in Boulder, Colorado. Ironically, Time Warp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Chuck Rosansky came in from Mile High Comics with a copy of Spider-Man number four or six. It was like the first lizard or whatever. Anyway, he opens it to the middle of the book. And he sniffs the spine. And everybody's looking at him like, huh? 
And he goes, the only thing that smells better than an old comic book is a newborn baby. And we just kind of looked at him all weird like it was a David Lynch flick. There's that long pause and he goes, okay, bye. And he left and everybody was like, started cracking up. And I remember while I was cracking up, I was going through a diamond catalog. And you know, the miscellaneous section, like I was saying, you know, where all the crap goes. You know, uh, Muppet slippers and Hello Kitty lampshades and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, the body pillows. You know, body pillows, right. And so, you know, that's where I saw the Sinbad video ad. And it must have been, uh, I don't know, 94, 95, some shit like that. But, yeah, it was there, you know, and uh, I don't know. I felt time different like that. Also, my kid was born in Boulder, Colorado, and I didn't bring this one up before, but here's a little time fuckery for you. My kid was born in Boulder, Colorado. He was born after Jean Benet, or no, it was like in the same year that he was born. It was either right after, it was right after he was born, or right before he was born. But Jean Benet Ramsey would have been killed in Boulder right around when my kid was born there. And uh, I knew it was 95, you know, because my kid's born in 95. And if you go back and look at the timeline when he when she died, it's fucking like 96 or 97 now, dude. I was like, that's not even possible because I remember when she died and my kid, I was squatting still when I, my kid was born. <laughs> and I, I was squatting in a squat that was an abandoned mental ward called the Dark House, just two blocks away from JonBenet Ramsey's house. The first thing they did was accuse my friend Steve Miles, who was a photographer, of uh, being the one who killed her. They went straight to the National Enquirer, and a year and a half later, they gave him a million and a half payout for defamating his character on the cover of the Enquirer. Holy shit. And so that would have happened... By 96, he would have gotten the payoff, right? But she hadn't even been killed yet, according to the timeline now. And so he didn't get the payoff till 98. I was like, I know that's bullshit. My kid would have been three years old. And it just didn't make, you know, it's time slipping, right? It doesn't necessarily follow the suit of the movies, you know, like how all these movies have, like, some kind of signature patent kind of thing. Donnie Darko's got tubes that follow people, and, uh, uh, you know, the Avengers make fun of all the other movies, and then they still do something that's still fucking against the time physics thing. But if CERN was real in that sense that it really did move the Earth, And not only did it move the Earth, but moved it into a parallel timeline. Then I think David Letterman was the one that figured it out. Way back in Amazing Spider-Man 2, when Sally Field was on the show as a guest. And in the middle of the interview, David Letterman stopped her and asked her, Hey, let's talk about your brother for a minute. And she got that weird look on her face. Oh, uh, Robert? Yeah, uh, what's, what's, he, what's he up to? Well, you know, he created CERN. CERN's, if you go back and do the, uh, the backlog, too, on when CERN was first talked about and developed out of Berkeley, it matches the 1980 Washington Post Nibiru sighting for the first time. And, you know, you got to put it together. Hey, the government knew this fucking planet was in our trajectory 40 years from now it's gonna fucking roll over us like a turkey lane bowling alley you know so they built the thing and it would have been sally fields brother robert fields who ironically is now robert field you know he's one of the yeah he lost his s yep because he's 
become a subject of his own science experiment, I guess, if you want to go at, go at it like that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so, like, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap this fucker up. And uh, we'll talk about Robert Field's uh, response to uh, David Letterman when we get the fuck back here. All right, hold up. The best place to begin is in a nursing home or a care center for the elderly. When you enter the nursing home, do not stand there with your group in a large cluster of clowns. Clowns can look rather intimidating if you see a lot of them in one place. Be sure to choose a partner. Two clowns together are really great. If you attempt to make visits with three or four, you outnumber the person so much that they may feel a bit uneasy. A couple of cautions. Don't fulfill any request that is made of you by a patient. One reason is simply this. The elderly really receive you quite well. I think it's because they already know how vulnerable they are. They're lonely and they long for touch. If they're in need of touch, you touch them. There are a few common sense rules that every clown ought to be aware of before planning to go into a nursing home. First, call the activities director or the manager of the institution and get permission to come. Second, if it's your first time, plan on about a half hour visit. During that one half hour visit of non-speaking clowning, you will discover a lot of energy has been expended. You're going to have your heartstrings tugged as you hear their plenty of voices asking you to help them out of bed or into bed or to take them outdoors or to hand them something. The best rule of thumb is don't do it. It's time to finish this bit out with Dr. Jeeves and Adam RMD GED on Aaron Nothing Nothing I still think my favorite movie is uh, Time Bandits, man. That's my favorite time travel movie. What's your favorite time travel movie, Dr. Jeeps? Well, I would be remiss to say that it's different, but I like the final countdown. Where the, uh, the American aircraft carrier goes back just before Pearl Harbor. Mm. And fucked up the Japanese. <laughs> it was a, you know, it, it was it was it was a pretty interesting movie, to say the least. And uh, you know, but that was also had some weird time storm or something that that ran up on them. It wasn't like the Philadelphia experiment or something like that. <laughs> so, what do you think the possible? Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, ahead, no. what do you think the possible the possibility is that fucking CERN was trying to move the Earth out of the way from the Nemesis system, which Samuel Hoffman, Jeff P, Final Days, Final Day News Network, uh, Dill Martin, and a number of other people, Seven Spalding, uh, are all names that maybe people haven't heard about, but to me after doing specific investigations specifically into the nemesis system. And I've come to my own conclusion that, yeah, it is in fact real, but, you know, passing over us in the daytime. Uh, and the time just going by during the day that you don't even know that these gigantic bodies are over you because assholes like fucking Hairdo and Neil deGrasse and that Japanese silver fox cock are fucking lying to you. And tell you, everything's fun. We are so far away from bodies. Oh, my God. It's like, no, you're full of shit, dude. But you're a good fucking liar. And, uh, you know, they want to label people like me paranoid. But I think that's wrong. And, you know, that's where the evil herein lies. You know, uh, if CERN did purposefully manipulate time to try to escape from the creator of all, which I do believe in, and will keep coming up as a guest on the show, as he is one of the writers on the fucking show, and anybody who doesn't like it, go listen to fucking old Phil Donahue, or go fuck off, I don't really give a shit, but he does write on the show, and he does get writing credits, 
God. Okay, so there's that. You know, God's not down with all these motherfuckers traveling time either. I can tell you that right now. And well, yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> it's like in time time bandit, he was pissed that they took the map. I and think, that, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you you fuck with the you know something on that level. You know, he he has a plan. If that you know that's the case, and then so he, you can't go fucking monkeying with that shit. So there you have it. There you have it. And if uh, Shiva, okay. Let's talk about this one case, too, about a guy named Alex Collier. You ever heard of this guy? Mm-mm. He was a ex-Air Force commander that uh, was doing a series of sonic boom tests. He was the test subject. They needed a human in there. He obviously volunteered. I guess they shot it so fast it fucking just disappeared. Whoop. Uh, when he showed up, he was wearing the same clothes, but it was like fucking four and a half years later. According to him, he was on, he was in Andromeda Galaxy. Hanging out with the people that you see in the Buddhist religions. All these gods that are depicted in blue. and That's how he describes them. He says, that's them. And they, they access the Stargates to come here to spread the Holy Spirit. That's how they got here. And if you put that together with why Jesus would have went to India, according to a Chicago field study, you know, of uh, uh, particular like studies that add up to him actually having gone to this passage along a mountain that lead that led to the Stargate, and would have studied there for about eighteen years, coming back to the Middle East, spreading Buddhism. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's another story. We'll get into it soon, but <laughs> you know, there was the whole time—the time that the Stargate shut down. That's why these guys are trapped here. I don't think they can leave, and you know, I don't think they really do have a way of traveling through time. Maybe they tried to, but they ended up taking everybody else with them. You know. And that's what I kind of thought they were trying to escape. You know, travel through time, and instead they, you know, fucked the entire planet over. Would have been November, Friday the 13th, 2015. The day before that, I was six foot two. And the next day I woke up and I've been six feet ever since. And I got my physical, and I was working at a... Well, it was for SSI. I needed to get to reevaluate my SSI out of Los Angeles. So I went to go get my physical. And they were like, how tall are you? I was like, 6'2". They were like, no, you're not. And everybody's like, well, oh, spinal fusion. And I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. I'm not fucking 92 years old. You know? <laughs> Gravity's not pulling my dick down that hard. Not you know? that much. Uh-uh. No. So I just thought that was fucking weird. And it would have been that date. So changes immediately for me in my own personal life as well. But uh, have you ever had a personal Mandela effect? I mean, I, in, in the past year, I had basically a mole appear on my body that never existed. But it is as if it was always there. I mean... I have other weird little anomalous things that are like that personally, but you know, it, it also gets down to the fact that, you know, that there's all kinds of shit. So whether it's rippling out of one person or we're all experiencing some weird distortion, um, it, it's occurring regardless. Just to cap off that David Letterman story too, by the way, well, yeah. Uh, you know, Robert Field saw the show, and he wrote this disturbing video. You guys can go check it out on YouTube still. It's probably still up there, but it's like, oh, hey, David, love you. You're talking to my sister. It's funny to see her try to struggle to explain what's going on here, but 
I'll tell you what, you and your crew come down here and you can film down here and we'll do a show from here and you can just film the Tonight Show from CERN. How's that sound? And he's got this smile on his face like, I'm like, uh-uh. Like, that's Sounds fucking like maniacal a, shit, a, dude. You'll never get to see, a, you know. <laughs> an invitation to yo-yo dine. <laughs> it, I don't know what the fuck that is. What is that? Buckaroo Banzai? Yeah, I didn't see it all. What? Nah, something I have to admit on the air now. Thanks. No, you kidding me? If I was, I, you know, would be all, hur, hur, I'm just kidding. Lion, I'm dying. Wow. Okay, well, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, um, the bravery on this guy, died, right? <laughs> Yo-Yo died was where the basically the aliens, the bad guys, they had their own company that they took over. And they used it as a front for their devices. But they were like tra- uh, traveling time or whatever? Yes, time and dimensions, ultimately. But yes. You spent a lot of time listening to Art Bell, right? Uh, I, quite a bit, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I came about Zachariah Sitchin well before Art Bell, so, uh, you, I mean, I, I, I've, I've gone back and listened to a lot of his, uh, uh-huh. you know, um, have you, like, do you remember, time. like, uh, uh, you know, like, what'd you think about his, uh, you know, episodes with time travelers that would claim time, and, you know, the way he would just, I gotta warn you, listener. What you're about to hear is disturbing. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was my art bell. I thought that was pretty good tonight. That was that was good. That was no. Here from the high desert and where the winds blow through the Virgin Islands, I'm Art Bell. <laughs> I am. His voice, his smooth, smooth little voice cascading across the. Uh, he was wonderful. I had a Skeletor yeah. radio too. By the way, that I dumpster dived, and that's what I listened to Art Bell on for like fucking probably like seven years off the oh, same wow. battery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the only thing that would come on it, too, man. Weird, huh? There you go. All day long, yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> and then that night, I'd be like, I loved it. That little, that little synth, synth intro that he had. Yep. Yeah, and he got the guy on the beginning, and he'd be all first time callers call one eight hundred wild card line call one eight hundred. You know, da 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 da. And he goes, and without further ado, here's Art Bell. Hi there, out there from the high deserts. <laughs> Good. Thanks, man. That was creepy. Yeah, I got. I'm possessed by him. That's why I started this fucking thing to begin with. Was because of Art Bell. Well, thank you, thank you, Adam. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Yep. Well, you know, hey, let's wrap this fucker up. Hope you guys had a good time tonight. And if you have any time travel experiences or Mandela effect. Give me a call here at the station, 206-666-5847. And I can say it like the announcer guy, too, from Mark Bell. And if you want to get a hold of Adam Air, call 206-666-5847. Parent, That's how you should always do it. Parents, get, your, parents, get your kids' permission. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> local charges, long distance and local charges may apply. Wanna talk time travel shit, motherfucker? Give me a call. Getting <laughs> <laughs> this fucking Cleo up on this bitch. You wanna talk time shit, bitch? Yo, man, I saw some midgets traveling time too, motherfucker. Call one eight hundred time traveling to talking shit talking. <laughs> time time shifting leprechauns. Yo, you yes. wanna talk shifty shit? Shift this time shit. Call one eight hundred. All right, guys, love you out there, Doctor Jeeves. Thank you for being here. This was a much better take on this fucking show, right? 
It only takes three times. It took three. It's a magic number. Good night, America. Oh, God. Welp, I guess I just time traveled. I better call my doctor. You've been listening to Aaron Lothie. Time as fuck. With Adam Air MD, GED. And Dr. Jeeves. We now return you to your regularly scheduled fucking boring ass fucking life, dick. <laughs>